It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Elliot Shore Parks is the Eagles reporter for 94 WIP. Is he the co-host of the Players' Lounge again? He is. This year? Well, I'll make the announcement right now. <laughs> and uh, he does a basketball podcast. I don't care about that. Sixers podcast. He's proud of that. Well, he should be because it's very good. But today's the first day of Eagles training camp. This is what he really does. Man, he had his man purse and his pencil out <laughs> oh, and the God. notepad. And Elliot Shore Park Street joins us right now. What's up, BSP? You know, I'm lucky to do podcasts about the two best teams in the city, but it's nice to be back doing it about the number one team today, back at training camp. <laughs> exactly so. right. All right, so uh, so so what, what's your first overall impression on uh, on what you saw today? Yeah, so the thing I was looking for today was, and I think really all camp is going to be, how hard is Sirianni going to push this team coming off the Super Bowl run? We all knew last year they doubted back a little bit in camp. So today – they only, they only did a little over an hour, but they did more team reps th- today than they did in day one of camp last year. So I thought it would be less. It ended up being more. Uh, a lot of red zone, which are normally the most intense competitive drills. They did three 11-on-11 sessions in the red zone, first team versus first team. So mm. it was hot out there, and it was only an hour, but I did think it was a pretty in- intense practice for day one. And nobody complained about the hour afterwards, huh? Well, people are used to it now. Now it has to be like, you know, 20 minutes for people to say something. So I think the reporters learned maybe it's better if they're not out there for an hour and 45 minutes than just an hour. Oh, yeah. How about that? Yeah, you guys don't want to stand out there for too long either. I mean, um, I'd stand out there for four hours. I know you would, man. I know you would. We're going to stick to that offensive side of the ball. Um, Jalen out there today. I'm just wondering what what, what is – what did his presence look like out there? Did he look like he had command? Did he look like, you know, did, did he have like the, uh, what I want to call it, the uh, like the glow around in the day out there in practice? Yeah, the franchise swag. Yeah, so, like, yeah. The franchise quarterback, quarterback number one. I mean, I, I will say now, and it was like this somewhat last year, but now, and I think especially coming off that Super Bowl, whenever Jalen enters the field, I mean, it's, it's a big deal. Like, all the cameras are looking at him, all the fans are <laughs> John Clark, post- John Clark posted yeah. a 
John Clark posted a video. He came out, came running out of the tunnel. He he, he got, dropped to yeah. a knee and did a prayer and then continued. The Hardest day. wood yeah. I had ever oh, touched. Fans are so excited, too. It's awesome. They, they were. They were very excited. Yep. Exactly. They, they should be. They should be. You could tell. He came to the podium afterwards. He had a, a nice gold chain on. I mean, Jalen <laughs> oh. is very... Jerry, Jalen is very in control right now of, uh, of everything that's happening at practice. All right, but, so who fits it? Who I'm fits? Mad I asked that question. Who fits the part more, Bryce <laughs> Harper or, or Jalen? On that drop board right there. No, but, <laughs> but 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 to your point, like when you look at Bryce, Bryce Harper plays the part of being Bryce Harper, being a, a, an MVP type player. Jalen's starting to look at have that same look and feel to him, Elliot. Yeah, but but I also think this is kind of who Jalen has been his whole career to an extent. I mean, at Alabama, he was this, I would imagine, as one of the top high school players at Texas. He had that. At Oklahoma, he almost won the Heisman. I really think when he first got here, and I don't know behind the scenes how much he deferred to Carson, but at least publicly, he deferred to Carson a little bit at first. So I think Jalen is used to the spotlight, but that's similar to Bryce. I mean, Bryce also, since high school, was on cover of Sports Illustrated. You know, not a ton of success in the playoffs before last year, but he has, he has played and, uh, and been in big moments. So I think he's also used to the spotlight. Mm. Uh, all right. I, I saw you tweeting about Nolan Smith. Tell me about him. Yeah, he had an awesome day and really the whole defensive line did. Uh, what I was going to say about Jalen too was oh. on the field today, he was really running from pressure quite a bit uh, of the 16 dropbacks he had in 11 on 11. He had to. He was either sacked, where they basically had to kill the play, or he had to run due to pressure on six of them. So you know, a pretty large percentage of his huh. plays where he was on, where he was under pressure, and part of that was because of the defensive, obviously because of the defensive line, but the players from Georgia. I mean, that was a big plot, you know, kind of storyline coming into this is how would those guys play? And Nolan Smith was really, really good. He got uh, he got in the backfield quite a bit. You can see that his. Speed, uh, you know, in the draft process, it was he's undersized. I don't think that's true, but as a result of maybe being on slightly the undersized part of, the, of an edge rusher, he's definitely very fast. Uh, there was a play today, I believe it was his first play he took in 11 on 11. It was against the backup offensive lineman, got past, got into the backfield, forced Marcus Mariota to to kind of get get out and um, you know move away from the pressure, and then he fumbled the ball. So Nolan Smith oh. had a really good day. Uh, and then I thought Jordan Davis had a good day, too. There was one play I saw was 11-on-11, 11 11, first team. He got really good push right up the middle of the pocket, forced Jalen to move uh, from his spot. So really good day for the defensive lineman. How did uh, Cam Jurgens look over there at right guard? So, I mean, to piggyback off that, the offensive line did not have a great day because <laughs> okay. Jalen, Jalen was, was running for his life quite a bit. I'll just be honest and say that watching from the ground without the benefit of replay, it's tough sometimes to tell whose fault it is specifically that that pressure was given up unless unless it's a tackle, but that's especially tough on the interior. So um, I think Kelsey said afterwards they felt that, you know, the offense as a whole kind of felt like the first day of practice. There was definitely some rust later on. So mm-hmm. can't imagine Cam Jurgens had a great practice, but I think that the whole offense as, as – as an entire unit, was just a little bit rusty. Would you say most of the pressure came up the middle or from the outside? So the Jordan Davis play was obviously up the up middle. middle uh, yeah. Jalen Carter had a really nice play uh, near the goal line where he got into the backfield. That was on a running play, so he was able to make a play against the run. But That's an inside guy too, right? That's an inside. He's an inside Yeah, that, yeah exactly. Yeah. That's up the middle. Um, 
But but I did think the edge rushers also had a really good day. So obviously okay. that's coming from the side. But there were definitely a few times where Jalen was pressured up the middle. Okay. Hmm. Um. The general tone of the team. You know, man. I mean, best team in football last year lost in the Super Bowl. But um, what's the overall tone? Nick Sirianni spoke. Jalen Hurts spoke. What are you thinking? Hmm. How are they feeling? Well, they're trying to move on from the Super Bowl, but the reality is they're going to be asked about moving on from the Super Bowl all year. They were asked about it at OTAs. They were asked about it at the Combine. They were asked about it today. They'll probably be asked about it in week one. Again, ahead of key games, they'll be asked about it. And they continue to say, and I believe them, that it's not about last year. Jalen Hurts said today that he wants to find out how good this team can be. He wants to find out the attitude of this team and that it's not about past years. Uh yeah, I mean, that's that's continually what they say. They're very much on message about that. Um, there's not a huge Super Bowl banner hanging up, you know, like there was after 2017. So that's probably one step in the right direction. But there's no question about about it that when you're at this practice, you watch them practice, you, see, you know, the fans are there. Like the Super Bowl kind of hangover is very much in the air. People expect this team to be great, and it's because uh, of that Super Bowl. So they can say it all they want, but the pressure is very much there. Mm-hmm. Would you be surprised if the Eagles didn't make the Super Bowl this year? No, I would not be surprised if the Eagles didn't make the Super Bowl. Um, I think the Eagles are one of the best teams in the league, but it's, and I'll say it again, like it's extremely hard to get back. There, there's been a lot of really great teams over the last 40 years. Nobody's been able to do it in the NFC. Just extremely difficult to do. So can they do it? Of course they can do it. They have one of the best quarterbacks uh, in the league. They have one of the best rosters. They're one of the best teams. So they'll have a chance. But, I, you know, I, I think this idea that, that it's like a disappointment, they should be expected to do it, yeah. I think it, diminish, it diminishes a little bit like what they accomplished last year. Last year was incredibly difficult to do. Just like to be that good, to be that healthy, to be that dominant, like that is very hard to do. And I think expecting it again and saying it would be surprising if they didn't do that, like yeah. I, I can't go that far. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what we expect, Elliot. That's exactly what we expect. And we don't care about last year anymore other than the fact that we didn't win the Super Bowl. That's the only reason that last year matters. I don't care about the sacks last year. I don't care about Jalen being the MVP runner-up last year. I don't care about any of that stuff. Other than we didn't win the Super Bowl, that's the only thing that matters about last year. This is a different team under different circumstances, and they are by far the best team in the NFC. This team should be in the Super Bowl, and I don't know how you wouldn't be disappointed Forget about being surprised or this and any other. I don't know how you wouldn't be disappointed if this team is not in the Super Bowl. It is a failure if they don't make the Super Bowl. I, I, yeah. I need now. Obviously, I need to see the terms and conditions of what the team looks like. If they lose the quarterback and don't make the Super Bowl. We understand it. I'm just saying, all things being equal, this team should be in the Super Bowl at yeah. minimum. They should be in the Super Bowl. To me, this season is not solely about winning the Super Bowl. Like, it's not. All what, are like that. <laughs> what are we doing? What are we doing, Dan? We're wasting time. No. Yeah, this, no, it's not a waste of time. It is a this waste season, of time. This season, to me, is about finding out how open this window is. We thought that window <laughs> in 2017 was wide open. It's true. That's what this is so about. You, so you need a couple it's, of years feeling out the open window process. Yeah, what process. are we talking about? But, but we'll find out this year if Nick Sirianni and Jalen Hurts are – quarterback head coach duo that will be able to win year after year after year they've done it for one year they were unbelievable last year let's see them do it again and so for me we know they can get to this but we saw it last year can they repeat success can they take the counterpunch from the league 
when the whole league has spent the offseason yep. studying their offense and trying to – like, let's see if they can do it. And if they can do it this year, if they can get 12 wins, if they can get to the conference championship game, maybe they don't win it. But if they can do those things again, then I think we can sit here very confidently and say they have a head coach quarterback duo that is going to keep this window wide open for years to come, barring injury. We can't say that right yeah, now. Yeah, we, we can. I just injury. said it. I've been saying it for two weeks now. <laughs> yeah, we can say it. You, you, you just mean you can't say it because you need to see more. I don't need to see more. I need, to see, a win- I need to see a winning Super Bowl team. That's what I need to see. Yeah, but finding out if they can be a winning Super Bowl team is finding out if they can handle and repeat success. Like it's a, it, that's just it's no. A, I know, I know, both. I know that's part of the process. Yes, I agree, that's right. part of it. But yeah. we're, what we're saying is, and what I'm saying is, is I'm not limiting myself to just that. This team is good enough to win the Super Bowl, and that should be the expectation. Now we'll decide in the end whether or not it, it was a season. A failure or a success. I'm just saying on the surface, as I sit here right now, it's it, the only way this season is a success to me is if they win the Super Bowl. Like, that's yeah. where I'm at with this team. And I think that is setting the bar too high and that is setting up I, I disappointment. Yeah, listen, well, first of all, listen, first of all, I don't care about getting disappointed. Like, what, what are we doing here? What, are we trying to protect our feelings? Oh, I don't want to well, set the why. standards too high that. because I don't want to be let down. Is that what we're doing? That's what he's doing, yeah. Yeah, that is what I'm doing. That's exactly what I'm doing. All right. That's not what I want you to do, though. Eagles fans are going into this season being like, oh, it's going to be like last year. That's right. Yes, we are. Yes. It's not going to be like that. It's not going to be like that. And it diminishes what they accomplished last year to expect it again. We've seen two special Eagles teams in our lifetime, right? Or at least I should say my lifetime. The 04 team and the 17 team. And both times we were like, here we go. This is the start, you know, T.O. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and each time it's been it's been disappointment. So we need to be realistic about the fact special teams are special for a reason. Last year was special for a reason. It's hard to be special. So let's see if they can do it again. I can't set the expectation of a Super Bowl for a team that I don't know if they can do it in back-to-back years. Well, there you go. Elliot Shore Parks. You just, you just you lost your edge, bro. You lost it, man. I don't know what to tell you. You, you lost your edge, bro. Yep. Well, well, look, Jalen Hurts was six of ten today for two touchdowns. <laughs> yeah, I was just gonna—I was gonna ask you since you've yeah. already you've, you've already reported the offensive line struggled bad today. So, what does that affect the grade for Jalen Hurts? What was the grade that you no, gave? No, I, I, I gave Jalen Hurts a B. I gave him a B because I, I think he handled he handled the pressure well. Didn't have a ton of like highlight throws. Two touchdowns to Dallas Goddard. Uh, he had two touchdowns in the red zone. I think he'll be a part of a bigger part of that. But overall, with the pressure. No turnovers. I gave Jalen a B for today. That's two touchdowns, 28 more to go. Yeah. That's exactly right. 30 <laughs> touchdowns, is it. that's the goal. See, I can set the bar high in training. The regular season where I, where I have trouble setting it high. Yeah. All right. There you go. We will all talk right. to Elliot all through training camp. And, of course, uh, you should follow him on Twitter and uh, follow his coverage on 94 WIP. As uh, he's the Eagles, re- Eagles reporter, the beat reporter that you need. We'll save room for you on the train, man, around week seven and week eight when this thing is rolling and you really want to be on the train then. Uh, don't worry. When they win week one, I'll be right there with you. Just <laughs> until then, I'm trying to set expectations. All right. There he is. <laughs> Thanks, Elliot. All right, Yeah, Elliot's convinced they're losing to the Patriots. Yeah, Jack, too. Yep. Yep. <laughs> right. Bel- Bel- Listen, you get Belichick a whole offseason to get prepared for one game and Tom Brady night. Yeah, so nobody cares about time. Of course Brady, they do. Right? That's that, that the loser Patriot fans are the only ones that care about I that. I know. Where are they playing the game? In, the in loser Patriot, Bill. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. But like Jack, like I'm not. 
I'm not telling you that. I mean, it's more about yeah, the, they'll be fired up. Sure, it's, it's more about the Eagles and the Patriots. Yeah. If the Eagles walk in there thinking they're gonna they're gonna walk over, oh, I agree. The yeah. Patriots. Then, mm-hmm. I mean, really. So it's less about that, and it's more about how the Eagles go in mm-hmm. there. And that's Nick Sirianni. Yep. And that's the veteran players. Like you got it. I've heard Dan Campbell talk about like the hype train is big for the Lions, and he he's not liking it. He's not having it. Nah. So, scared of expectations. Sirianni today was chewing out. There was a, at the end of practice with some backups. There was a, a couple of sloppy bad plays, and Sirianni was going nuts. Oh so. man, yeah, don't be that guy. Don't be the guy that sets the coach off, man. Yeah, love it. <laughs> they looking. He's looking to chew on somebody right <laughs> yeah, now, man. Yeah. It's hard to do with the starters yep. because they were yep. so good last yep. year. So we're going straight to those backups, man. Oh man, it's awesome. It's awesome. All right, um, Quez Watkins. Yeah, so you know what I um, and, and because they have Goddard and now they have Swift, it's not mm-hmm. brought up a lot. But you know, like I, I wish they had another wide receiver in there. Who's the? I should know his name, Jack. I say this a lot, but the guy they signed in the offseason from Atlanta. Oh yeah, uh, Zachariah. Yeah, Zachariah. Like he. That's not even close to his name. No, but close enough. Though. Well, they worked on Nikhil Harry yesterday. Is that he stinks? He's he's not. Not even on a roster right now for a reason, but I mean, he could be a guy if there was injuries or one of these other, you know, if something happens. But no, like they, I, I can't be happy with the depth of wide receivers right now. So I'm hoping the 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 new guy from uh, from Atlanta uh, is really coming in here to compete for Quez's spot or push Quez. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I think there's room for Quez in this offense with some deep balls or whatever. But they can't. They use him too much. Quez said it's revenge season. Good. Yeah, we'll catch the ball then. Man. <laughs> Don't jump for balls you don't need to jump for as well. But like they they were using him in big situations mm-hmm. in like possession type receiver plays where he's dropping the ball. Yeah, was Jalen was going to him yeah. in big big uh, situations. I mean, there's once a week it felt like they were like Jalen throwing the ball, you either drop it or get picked off because it ba- bounced off his hands. Yep, happened in Chicago. They made one catch in the Colts game and started taunting the Eagles fans. <laughs> yep, it was, it was right. nauseating. All right, so 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 far today we've. So Chuck is he's gone soft. Now everything is Roses. great yeah, and he's great. supportive and no yeah. one better say well, the Eagles aren't vacation though. He's out on the outer banks right now. That's oh, true. That's I didn't true. know that. Yeah, he's on vacation, oh, yeah. Chuck. Yeah. Oh. yeah. No, this is what he's gonna be like until they lose a game or he decides that it's not all roses. Mm-hmm. Chuck. So so Elliot's gone soft. Chuck's gone soft. <laughs> Has Rios from North Philly gone soft? Like, no, don't don't even ask. That I love violence and I promote it. Wade's like in his own little world. He doesn't want to fight with Chuck anymore. He's in. Well, he, I think Twitter Twitter is ruined him because he's like, oh, I'm in so many arguments. I told y'all Twitter was bad for him. Man. Yeah, 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 it's ruined him right. as a caller. <laughs> Rios joins us right now. Rios, have you gone soft like Elliot and some of our other callers? How are you? What's going on, hard charges? Rios, what's up, Rios? How are you, buddy? What's going on, gentlemen? Johnny. You already know what time it is. Let's not play. You already know me. You and Ike know me. You, Ike and Jack, already know what time it is and know what I bring. All I do is constantly unbleep myself. And what's going on right now is the start of the season of violence. So you know what? All them damn coaches or whatever they're doing is getting these young men and unbleeping them exactly starting the day. Let me say this, gentlemen. You know what? And this is for all the fans. With respect, all the fans, stop being nervous. Stop being worrisome. Stop like half and half and 50-50 here and there because all y'all need to do is go all the hell in. This is our damn city, and we the ones who pay the damn tickets 
to go to the game to then bring aggressive, violent energy. And the reason why we do that is to get these guys to come out the tunnel and feel that damn energy and go the hell out there to give up the damn freaking body for the damn goal and to create a damn legacy for, for the team and for themselves. I'm going to tell you this, man. I feel these young cats, and it's the young boys, I feel these young cats are freaking hungry. You cannot tell me that they don't see the damn uh, video of the Super Bowl when games. they do watch it and watching the end of that when they walking off the damn freaking field. Mm-hmm. Also, Hurts ain't going to let no damn suckers come out there. That's what I feel like. And you know what? Let's just say uh, Coach decides. The defensive coordinator, he figures out early to put these young bulls in the right position. I'm going to tell you this. Ain't nobody freaking bleeping with us. And now what y'all think about that? And soft ain't no thing near soft of me. Mm-mm. And anybody knows, you can come see me. Y'all already know what time it is, gentlemen. Mm-hmm. I love y'all. Miss this stuff. Hey, man, the unbleeping yourself is constant. And Rios is back, baby. Love it. Wow. There you go. Love it. Another caller, Jack, demanding that we go all in or else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So well, man, we'll go all in for our Jets. Looks like the Jets are the Jets it is, Jack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for sure. All right. Well, listen, it might be a Jack, it may be a, a growing movement here. Right? It seems like Ike is all about it. Yep. <laughs> go all in. Root for someone else. Don't don't. don't question. Yep. Till they lose week one. Oh, right. you can you can question. I'm just saying the lowering of the the, the, the standards as if you're – because I kind of feel like you're trying to create a soft landing spot for yourself. Not you, per se, but – Well, yeah, when they, lose it, yeah. when they lose in the playoffs, yeah, yeah you're right. It's like, okay, it was, a, it was a rebuilding year right. or something to build on. And, like, yeah, we already know this team is good. This, this isn't build on year. Build on is winning the Super Bowl. It's build on what you did last year. If I was making a bet right now – legitimate bet with my own money mm-hmm. on what, what, how the Eagles, like what the end of the Eagles season would be, I would bet that they lost a road playoff game would be my bet. Hmm. If they get, if they're the number one seed and they roll through the NFC this year, they're going to the Super Bowl. Oh, if they're the number one seed, we definitely yeah, won. We're yeah. not losing here. Right, but. We it, did we did that 20 years ago. We don't do that anymore. Yeah, if they roll and win the division, then they're doing it. I mean, it. losing the NFC right, championship. Yeah, right, 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 right. We don't do that anymore. Not anymore. We're 2-0 and in the last two here. That's right. Oh, last three here. Three, we're, three yeah, in a row. We're three and zero. Oh. Yes, right. And the f- opposing fans were so mad afterwards. <laughs> I don't remember the Falcons fans complaining that much because they weren't there. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they weren't there. They didn't know they had a game that night. Yeah, <laughs> I think of the Eagles. Like honestly, remember I, it was freezing that game. Cold. It was freezing that yeah, game. Vic can't play in the cold. <laughs> Everyone knows that. I honestly think if the Eagles didn't make the Super Bowl last year, I'd have a better feeling about them going back to the Super Bowl this year. Sure, you would. They, yeah. they, you know, made the playoffs and. Want to want a playoff yeah. game? Then he can say like that. It's a step forward. I think it's hard to get back to that point. I, listen, I agree with you. I agree that it's hard, and I don't care. That's the whole point. I agree that it's hard. I agree that it's hard. I don't care that it's hard. They have the goods. They have the talent. Go get it done. Yeah. Hey, that's all I care about. Go get it done. He's not going to temper expectations like no, us, Jack. No, I, I, like, and this isn't about if they don't make it. Jalen isn't the right quarterback. Nick Sirianni isn't the right coach. This isn't about any of that. I think we're great. We're set. This isn't our last opportunity. I almost feel like Joe Burrow. Our window is open as long as Jalen is here. I get that. Yeah. I get that. So I'm not worried about that part of it. I'm just saying I don't know if we're going to have a situation that's 
advantageous to us like this year is. Like, you're not going to get this every year. It's true. And yeah, I, the I, NFC's I, down big time. And until all. I see something different, I just think it's a cakewalk through the NFC. All right, I we'll, just do. We'll come back. All phone calls next segment. We've been busy today, and we've had a couple of guests. 215-592-9494. It's Marks and Race. At 5 o'clock, we kick off leading off. So this is the final segment to get in. Would you be surprised if the Eagles didn't make it to the Super Bowl this season? Phone calls next. Marks and Reese on 94 WIP. Today, listen, let's talk about my dentist, Dr. Pastor, and his team. Yep, he is uh, the expert in the Philadelphia area in uh, treating snoring and sleep apnea with a dental solution. That's Dr. Pastor. He's my dentist. He also not only tre- treated my snoring and sleep apnea, eliminated it. I don't snore. I don't have sleep apnea. And Dr. Pastor and his team can make you an FDA-approved dental appliance. It's covered by my health insurance, not my dental insurance, my health insurance. So if you're a snorer or your wife, your husband, whatever it is, someone in your life is a snorer, you don't realize how easy the process was for me from when Dr. Pastor asked me, he's like, have you thought about doing this for snoring? And I said no, and then did it, and boom, just like that. The years and years of snoring that I've been doing, and I feel so much better after I wake up in the morning. And, I mean, this is really long-term. If you have sleep apnea, it is a deterrent to your health. Contact Dr. Pastor today. He's the worst for dentist. Get a consultation. 610-67-SLEEP. 610-67-SLEEP. Or online, drpastor.com. D-R-P-A-S-T-E-R.com.